Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, a podcast where we take a random subject that kind of interests us and, well, cast some views. I'm Lou and I'm here with... Dan, hello. <laughs> I love that lag. That lag wasn't planned. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> right, this week's topic is going to be... I don't know if it's going to be an interesting one or a fun one because we've picked a topic that in reality, in the grand scheme of, we know... Sweet fuck all about, because we are, I imagine, cryptocurrency virgins. I definitely am. I am as well. So <laughs> we're going to be talking about crypto, because you know what? Why not cast some views about nothing, something that we've got no idea about? <laughs> the best kind so, of views to cast. I guess what we'll do is we'll start out with kind of what cryptocurrency is. So we'll start out with the biggest one, because I imagine everybody on and their, and their dog has heard of Bitcoin, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the only one really at first, but yeah, no. Well, yeah, it turns there's out there's 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 hundreds of them. There's there's cryptocurrency that look like dogs. There's yeah. there's cryptocurrencies that do everything. It's amazing. Bitcoin was created in 2009. I'm reading this off of an article, and this is which, by the way, so I'm referring. So if there's any problems with what we say here, of which I'm sure there'll be lots of things that are incorrect, um, at least we can refer to sources. So Bitcoin was created in 2009 by an anonymous developer. Um, and hit mainstream in 2013 following a rise in value. Now, if I remember rightly, Bitcoin was actually like worthless at the beginning. Like it was like thousands of Bitcoin equaled a pound, basically, is from what I remember when it first started. Possibly. I mean, yeah, something, it's all, we've all got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. And obviously, Bitcoin is and cryptocurrencies in general, obviously, <laughs> it's money that doesn't exist. It's basically the most basic definition, I guess. That's the weird thing about it, isn't it? Although I was almost referring to it as a virtual currency, but it's not. It's a separate. I think a virtual currency can be anything that is literally a currency that's virtual. Whereas crypto cryptocurrency, I think, is very specific in that it's it's like I said, it's just data that's yeah, encrypted, yeah. hence the crypto. But sorry, carry on. Yeah, I mean, it's not backed by anything, I guess, is it? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, whilst the bank balance that you, you, you pull up on your mobile banking will give you an account figure, if everybody went to pull their money out of the bank, they wouldn't be able to because there's just not enough physical cash for it. But I guess it's guaranteed technically by your state, I guess. Yeah, well, here we have, you know, if you're with a proper bank, for want of a better term, yeah, you're guaranteed up to 80,000, aren't you, if anything goes under or down. But I guess, I mean, we're going to really start br branching off already at random here, but I know like certain countries like, Argentina I think it was Argentina in like the early 2000s they woke up and their their currency had like devalued to almost nothing so yeah, yeah. I guess there's risks there as well right I mean I guess it's all fake really isn't it like, <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah. the pound in your pocket is still fake really isn't just it just a bit of metal that's the funny thing I mean I was going to say what is value in the end we're carrying around these little colored bits of metal and some well, well they were paper notes and so now that weird monopoly kind of plastic money aren't they <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm looking at somebody. I'm just like I will give you one laminated piece of paper, and you'll provide me with a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it is, isn't it? Um, but yeah, with, with with cryptocurrencies, obviously, I would say that since COVID hit, I think cryptocurrencies have obviously taken off because like Bitcoin prices like skyrocketed. I think it hit peak of like fifty three grand per Bitcoin, um, which is obviously mental. And and lots of people have made a lot of money, and there are probably lots of people who have also lost a lot of money. But I guess my discussion about cryptocurrency wanted to be as to whether or not it's something that's, I don't want to say, is it the future? Because it's actually here and now. Mm. But is it here to stay, basically? Or is it something that is really just a fad? So I wanted to start as well with a story about Bitcoin. And it was about Bitcoin's um, pizza pay, I think is what it's called. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? No. Okay, so... Basically, this is when Bitcoin was in its infinite infancy. So it was basically the first Bitcoin transaction. And it was basically a day where a man in Florida paid with Bitcoin to buy two pizzas. Oh, right. OK. The yeah. first transaction. And it's basically become a like part of Internet cryptocurrency culture because the person paid 10,000 Bitcoin, which is probably worth in the region of like 100 million quid or something stupid now um for two pizzas basically Jeez. he'd um had two papa john's pizzas delivered and they were just like yeah sure i guess um and it's become a bit of a, a kind of like meme day i guess because of the fact that he paid the equivalent of what is like you know 
a small nation's GDP for two Papa John's pizzas nowadays. You, well, you know, and I've said it on here enough times, I bloody love pizza, but I'm not sure I'd pay that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, how is he to know? I, I, I think I saw something as well not long ago where there was like a, a competition prize pool for um, like a World of Warcraft tournament or something. And it says first place, $500, second place, $250, third place, so on and so forth. And then it gets from places five to eight. And the price for places five to eight is 25 Bitcoin. Wow. And obviously this was back in the day when it was just worthless. And now imagine if you'd have won it, you'd probably just sat somewhere and you just haven't even touched it and just completely forgotten about it. And actually, I'm just you know. too late to the party with all these kind of things. Yeah, this is the thing. Do you know when if anybody ever says to you, if you could go back and tell yourself like one bit of advice, I'd just scream at my past self, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'd be like, don't be stupid. Yeah, yeah I'll be like, no, nah, get out of here. Um, but yeah, I mean, nowadays as well, there are like some companies that are actually accepting Bitcoin as payment. I saw it as recently as last week, which is funnily enough, that there was a um, kebab shop in England that was taking like Bitcoin, Ethereum as payment for kebabs that as well. That is quite random. It, it, it is a little bit random. It's very strange. I mean, you know, I, I would have never have thought about it, but I guess if somebody buys it one day, you, the, the amount of money that they've paid you that one day could be worth double the next. I don't know. It just seems uh, there's obviously a lot of other cryptocurrencies. And so I'll talk about one that was obviously a bit of a, a meme, which is Dogecoin. Yeah, yeah. I imagine you've heard of Dogecoin. Yeah, I think I think you've only you've mentioned the three. I only really know three is Bitcoin, of course, Dogecoin, and um, Ethereum. Yeah, because I think I think those are the the three main ones that people talk about when I see people pop up on my TikTok giving cryptocurrency advice on charts that I don't understand. That's uh, exactly <laughs> where you should be getting your cryptocurrency yeah, advice maybe, from as well. Yeah. By the way, yeah, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, throw the witch website out the window that you read from TikTok. <laughs> it's the way to go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think Dogecoin was created in 2013. And from what I've read, I understand it to have basically been designed just as a parody of cryptocurrency. Um, and then, as we know, with anything, if Elon Musk decides to tweet about it, that thing is inherently worth 100 times more than it was before. So even mm. Dogecoin, um, if you'd owned it a year and a half, two years ago, would have made you a millionaire by this point if you'd have owned some. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know whether or not in reality crypt cryptocurrency is the future because it feels like a bit of a fad almost. It took off in reality when you look just pre kind of COVID and has kind of sat and it's been really, really hyped. But my only problem with it, and again, you know what, we're going to get some people that are listening to this that are going to be like, they don't know what they're talking about. We know, we know. Uh, you're right, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you, are, you are right. So please correct. Us. But we're having fun. Leave us alone. <laughs> But I don't know if there's any if there's any long term use because it is just is it not just backed by hype? I don't know. This is it. My do you want? Well, I was gonna say, do you want to know my view on it? It'd be pretty rubbish if I didn't give you my view on it, right? But my my take on it is exactly that. So yes, I've got you know in my wallet, I open it up. So I've got ten pounds, right? That ten pounds today may not be worth the ten pounds it is tomorrow or what it was worth yesterday. But we're still talking about kind of minor variations unless something major happens. So, so that £10, I know roughly is going to buy me the same thing each week. I've got £10 I can give to you. It's, you know, easily I could go to work and I can earn that £10. The thing about cryptocurrency is at the moment, it's almost like shares. It's more shares, I'd say. You'd have to, yeah. you couldn't just go and earn it. You couldn't just get it. You haven't got, we haven't got loads of accounts with, with this cryptocurrency in. And exactly that. If all of a sudden tomorrow it, it takes a nosedive, that those those hundred million sort of bitcoins are gonna could be worth worthless, or they could you know could make me the next sort of richest person in in England. But it feels like with money and currency, at least you know where you are. And and like I said, it's available. I, I mean, I don't know if it's changed now, but Bitcoin didn't you have to mine it? Wasn't it a case of you just had to have your computers processing overnight? And 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 wasn't it a case of especially nowadays? that it's going to cost you more in electricity than you are earning it. Yeah, yeah. So basically there are still like people that own like entire Bitcoin farms. <laughs> Bitcoin farms is a mad sentence. But yeah, Bitcoin farms. But they've just got hundreds of computers processing to mine Bitcoin. Now, the only thing that's different that people have spoke, that said on TikTok about uh, Bitcoin <laughs> is that it's got a finite amount. So there are only a yeah. certain number of Bitcoin that you can have, which I get fine. Okay, fair enough. Because unlike Doge, 
more doge is issued each year from what i understand so okay, the value okay. essentially is more likely to go down because there isn't a, a cap to what number of doge coin you can have basically but the only problem that i still have is there's still nothing it's still just like a phantom isn't it even if there's 21 million bitcoin or whatever it is there it's still just a phantom based on the hype of the person believing that that's what it's valued at so unlike for instance i go buy shares in apple I'm safe in the knowledge that Apple is a company that will probably continue to do well long before, long after I'm gone off of this planet, inevitably. So it's backed by company success. Like you're, you're, you're banking on companies that are doing well. Whereas with Bitcoin, what are you actually banking on? What are you betting on? Because exactly. to me, it seems exactly. just like, it just seems like high level gambling, basically, is the way it comes across to me. And I've got no problem with that if you want to do that. I'm probably going to go out and buy Dogecoin just for the fucking sake of it. Now, after this, I'm just just to just to just to see. <laughs> well, I'll come, I'll come on to that in a second, but it, yeah, it it just feels like it's just confidence in it and activity, market activity. That's why, like I said, I know I know it's not shares, and like I said, someone out there is probably going to tell me exactly why it's not like shares. But I, in my head, that's how I liken it. It's all about it's all about the activity for that particular cryptocurrency, and and it's funny actually we're talking about this and it's funny what you just said because I overheard a couple of people at work talking this week and and one of them said oh yeah I might I might just buy 50 quid of it and I said oh what are you spending your money on and they said oh cryptocurrency and I said oh isn't it a bit late and and they're saying oh well you know that you can find these lists of the next 10 to look at and a colleague said oh I'm just gonna you know I'll stick 50 quid on it and see and I'm thinking you know kind of like that yeah but exactly like you said, it's a gamble. It's, it's gambling. I'll buy 50 quid and let's see what it's going to be worth in a couple of years. Whereas that 50 quid, I'm going to go out now and get me a nice meal, probably get me a couple of vinyls, a collectible vinyl. And I know I could exactly use it or give it to someone else and know exactly what it's worth. But the fact that, you know, they're gambling on on what that's going to be worth, like you said, is not physically backed by anything. It's just, it's it's not make-believe because it's real, but it's it's just totally... What's the word? The, the fact that there is no real, no real reality sounds crazy, but it, but it is. It's just you never see it. It's just a number. It's just a bit of a um, data in your your wallet. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- this is the thing because I've seen as well, and and you know, you, you 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 can't really open your phone without seeing cryptocurrency pop up, whether it be on Twitter or on TikTok or whatever. What social media, other social media platforms are available, um, whichever ones you do like. But for me, it's a case of that's what the advice has become now. Are oh, just slam a hundred quid. This is what you should do. This is what you should do. And it's like I remember when people were talking about Dogecoin when it was like apparently like popping off and like skyrocketing people like yeah that's it doge to the moon this is the way it's going to be but it's like surely all of that faith and the reason that it's skyrocketing is just on the basis that there's hype surrounding that particular thing at that time so it's not actually based on any kind of inherent value because you can't actually spend it in many places i mean bitcoin's probably a bit different it has slightly more practical uses nowadays because bitcoin is the biggest cryptocurrency but Surely there's just no, it's it's literally just all hype. You're believing that something's val- got value because it has. It's a bit like, for instance, when I see art and some, again, insert whichever artist you, you can think of, just decides to streak a brush across a piece of canvas and you see it go at Christie's for 45 million quid. It's like, where is the value? Is it because that person has touched that paper with brush because inherently there is no value to that piece of art? Or similarly... How long ago was it when that bloke stuck a banana to a wall? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. But go back to, to what you said, though. But the thing is, right, I, I get what you're saying about what is value. And that's and that's, that goes back to, say, you know, what I was saying earlier about our currency is just metal and paper. And so what gives that value? The thing about the art, though, is at least there is something tangible that is of a value. That value is obviously in this the owner and the purchaser but with bitcoin the value is coming from the trading of it the buying and selling of it but it isn't real yeah yeah i mean so the the value is coming from the the, the trading it's not or potentially whoever the big celeb is talking about it whether it's elon musk or anyone else but at least in art wine gold there's a physical entity that is where the value is placed 
It's yeah. not from the, the buying and selling purely of something that you could then use to buy something. And that's what I can't wrap my head around. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing. And again, you know what? I don't, I don't know if people listening to this that do know a lot about cryptocurrency will be legitimately like racking their ears because they can't be, be bothered to hear what we're saying. And that's also, again, perfectly fine. But yeah, this is the thing for me. I just feel like it's, it's no inherent value. It's hype. So like Elon Musk tweets about something and all of a sudden price skyrockets. I mean, when you actually think about it, like Elon Musk is actually basically doing insider trading, but out in the open. <laughs> yeah. Like he is, he is actively turning around and being like Doge and changing his his Twitter bio to Doge, and all of a sudden people make lots and lots of money. It's crazy, but, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, but but again, that shows you how volatile it is in and of itself. Like in my mind, I, I see it more as a gamble as opposed to anything else. Like I see it like the equivalent of saying. If you're going to say go and stick fifty quid on cryptocurrency, I'd just go and slam fifty quid on a roulette wheel. That's kind of the equivalent, mm. more of an equivalent to me. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it has taken the world by storm. Like you know, celebrities are getting in on it. Like YouTubers that I follow are getting in on it, and obviously, like you know, they've got millions of pounds to play around with, regardless. So That's the thing. That's the thing. thing. And also, are our public, are people in the public eye pushing the hype because it's based on hype to make money? So when you see celebrities, we've seen. Lo- I mean, I've personally seen a load of like YouTube scandals where people have been basically promoting like shit cryptocurrencies that they hold a really high like bulk value of, and then flogging them because they've got viewers to turn around and purchase to drive the price up, and then they've dipped out. And so as a result, is it just not like high profile celebs stroke well-known influencers basically taking the piss out of the masses? I I think so. I think so. We mentioned it a couple of episodes, didn't we? Uh, A couple of episodes ago where you can slate a product and wipe billions off its market value, but also be pictured with it and you add the value to it. So I absolutely do. Going back to what you were saying, would I want to put, if if I saw a a cheapish one now, would I risk putting 50 quid on? Maybe, but that's because I've got confidence that everyone, when somebody, when when the public are absolutely, like I said, whether it's a fad or not, infatuated by something, they will get everything, every element of that that's available. So there, you know, there could be a a case of biding your time with a cheap one now because people are going to lap it up soon. Yeah, just yeah. to get in on that, you know, your original question: Do I think I could see it in the future? I mean, right now, I don't see how because, like I said, it's not. It isn't at the moment. It isn't a real, or to me, it's got the word currency. But like I said, you can't. Maybe some businesses you can, but we're not going out to work and earning cryptocurrency. We're earning pounds, dollars. We're not yeah. earning crypto. But then, if you'd have told me twenty years ago that you'd be walking around paying for items with your mobile phone tapping a phone to a to a device i'd have been telling you that that's crazy so yeah this is true the thing is it feels at the moment i thought it was a fad and i I think that there's an element of it being not not necessarily a fad but being for a certain area or percentage of the population the thing is it's now it's it's here and now and it is becoming more you know like some people are talking about it it's on tiktok you know it's just a a general social media platform for making dancing videos it's made its mark to the extent of how how popular and how available i think it's going to be and that's where i think the interest is going to come in the future because again when we were setting up to talk about cryptocurrency which again i'm going to caveat that we know fuck all about um, (laughs) i was also going to talk about nfts Right, because obviously this is something that's blown up, and my first knowledge of NFTs really came about, and I'm ashamed to admit this, but because of Logan Paul. Obviously, I'm big into my YouTube scene, and so I kind of know what's going down in just YouTube space, I guess. And obviously, he's one of the biggest creators, and he was doing at one point, you know, like Pokemon card unboxings. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and he was really the first time I'd heard of NFTs. Now, I imagine you have as well. Yeah. So NFT stands for non-fungible token. Now, from what I understand, it basically means that something is unique and cannot be copied. So it's like something that's digital that's just unique, basically. So yeah. whereas a yeah. Bitcoin, if you if I traded you one Bitcoin for one Bitcoin, I'd have one Bitcoin. So yeah. the value yeah. the, my, my thing hasn't changed, basically. So NFTs, my first again experience with them was because Logan Paul was turning like clips of his videos into NFTs and then selling them. So the video was still public, but you essentially became the owner of that clip. 
basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, it's kind of expanded to go on to people basically selling art, but digitally. So somebody will create a piece of artwork, turn it into an NFT, and then sell that piece of artwork. Now, it doesn't stop somebody screenshotting it, or I guess using it as their own background. However, you are the digital owner of that piece of art, and nobody else can do that. Yeah. So the way that it's been most commonly described is like you can take a picture of the Mona Lisa, but you're not the owner of the Mona Lisa. Absolutely. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you've heard about a particular NFT project and this is Board 8. No, no. Let's say no. (laughs) So Board 8s are basically pictures of apes all with like unique styles. So there's ones that are like zombies, ones with hats on, all sorts of things. Right. (laughs) I I mean, you know, this is this is this is really just as basic as you can get um and they've really been hyped up at the minute to the point where i think it was what's that talk show host in america is it jimmy fallon not jimmy fallon jimmy kimmel he changed he changed his picture on twitter to his board eight the one that he owns um oh, right. and so all of a sudden the price of these digital apes has been skyrocketing obviously because it does because celebrities have been tweeting about them and I saw people talking about the value in and in and in in and of themselves. Basically, I'm going to have to link to something else, and then I'm going to come back. So I saw somebody talking to Quentin Tarantino about NFTs, and this person basically said to Quentin Tarantino, "You could take the whole movie of Pulp Fiction and turn every frame into an NFT." He was like, "And then imagine the frame where you've got John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson's character pointing the guns. Do you know where they shoot those?" kids in that oh uh, yeah yeah Yeah? he was like that would be worth millions and so Quentin Tarantino was just like right right sorry but but what makes it worth money and then the guy was just like well well basically obviously because Quentin Tarantino said everybody had one of those bootleg posters on their wall right so everybody had a bootleg poster on their wall he was like so what makes it value and then the guy turned around and said oh well it's like the sense of ownership it's that digital code to say that you are the owner of that frame in your film which is iconic and i'm like so is it just the value of ownership that makes it valuable and then uh, it just seemed to make no sense because it was a bit backwards i'm just like right i understand it yet you own quentin tarantino's frame of those two characters pointing a gun but where is the value in that inherently again there is no inherent value in it quentin tarantino still owns the film anybody can have a look at that picture the ownership of that particular frame as an NFT, what what does that actually mean in like practical terms? I wanted to say physical then, but it isn't physical terms. But that's exactly my, my point. Again, I still really value the physical media. In a world where everything is is digital, I still love my physical albums. I still love my, you know, the physical pictures. So the NFTs at the moment, I'll be honest with you, almost don't hold much interest and that's why I and, I and I agree with you I think it's putting the value of ownership of something unique but what's the point of that if it almost it doesn't feel like it can be enjoyed yeah it's just like you said yeah you are buying the, the value there is in the ownership there's this uh record company like doing these unique random releases now one of the things they're looking at and, and sorry and by that I mean it might be an album where they've got like an animated picture on it it could be um, a different kind of vinyl color it could be the artwork they're looking at the next thing and they're looking at nfts or they mention nfts and the first thing you know everyone's criticizing it so no 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 don't 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 and again you know the question is why it it can be something that's truly unique that you you can own and i think that's where there's yeah the understanding isn't isn't out there yet because it's I don't care necessarily about owning something specifically unique. I just want to own something cool. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, the screenshot. Yeah, okay. People say, well, you don't own that. You've screenshotted it. But I don't care. I've got a screenshot. I've got a photo of the Mona Lisa. That's all I wanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and this is the thing. I mean, maybe, you know, the, the counter argument for it would be is just like, oh, well, you know, you don't have to go out and buy a Monet to enjoy the artwork. You can look at a picture of a Monet, but you want it hanging on your mantelpiece, don't you? So yeah. I, I guess that's maybe the only equivalent. But again, it's still not a physical thing. Like, what what do you do when somebody comes around? Like, do you, do you turn around and say, oh, my God, look at my Bored Ape collection? And I'm just like, okay, fantastic. Some digital monkeys because again when people have talked about board ape so basically it's the board ape yacht club 
is from what I understand it to be. And it mm. comes along with a, basically a membership to an exclusive club where you get invited to like parties and you become a member and your way in is by owning one of their pits of art. So I'm just like, well, inherently then the value isn't in the image on screen the, or the ownership of the image on screen. The value is in the circle of really prestigious friends that you've created because they're all owners of these really expensive bullshit pieces of art basically. Mm -hmm. So you're not actually purchasing one because you enjoy the art, you like the art, you're owner of the art, you're buying it because you want an invite to an exclusive club of people that you can network with. That's what it is. It's a bit like high-level art auctions in reality, isn't it? When you're sitting there in a room and there's people bidding hundreds of millions of pounds on a fucking Banksy or whatever they might be bidding on, they're there. Sorry, go on. Sorry, no, no, go on, go on. Hasn't this always been a thing about the the privileged few being in possession of certain things and almost like you said a, an exclusive club it's just what that club wants is is evolving yeah but my my issue with it though is that anything can be turned into an nft so i'm sure that obviously we don't do video recordings at the minute and i'm glad because i'm <laughs> awful however we could take a screen grab of this podcast that we're recording right now and turn it into an nft and we can continuously do that because you can turn anything into an NFT. When you go out and you look at a Leonardo da Vinci, the reason that Leonardo da Vinci is going for three hundred million pounds is because Leonardo da Vinci, number one, lived a long time ago and didn't make many paintings, and they're physically hard to come by because they are rare things to have even existed up until this point. Your collection of bored apes will exist until the end of time and there will be, I don't know how many of them there are, I don't care to be honest with you, but they will exist till the end of time. There's no inherent value in the ownership of them. Again, similarly, it's like it's it, people have said, oh, well, it's a way for artists to get their art into the world because of, you know, they can they can monetize their art. I'm just like, but if there's no hype behind your art, which is what this is all about, then it's still worth fuck all, just as if you'd have done it in person and drawn it on a canvas. But it's a clever thing here, though, that the hype is the hype itself. It, the, the, the hype is the media, the medium, sorry, rather than what it is. You know, like we said, is cryptocurrency so big because there's a fad maybe that's what the hype is it doesn't matter what the the product is do you know what this reminds me of from a real world example <laughs> do you remember i can't remember if it was a couple of years ago i mean it was probably lasted a little bit longer do you remember like hype beast clothing was like supreme items oh right yeah yeah and then supreme decided to basically just bung their logo on absolutely everyday objects just for the sake of then charging 500 quid so like you legitimately had a supreme brick or a supreme sun lounger, or a supreme wrench, or whatever it might be. Again, literally every item that you could possibly think of, I'm sure there was a supreme pencil sharpener to charge a premium, and they were basically just going off of the hype because it's like, oh, well, I must collect them because it's supreme and people are really into it. And now, do you see anybody in supreme clothing? Do you see the hype be still hanging about? Maybe on some dark corner of the internet they do, but they <laughs> certainly aren't in the mainstream anymore, and that's because... People realise the Supreme Clothing is a fucking box logo on a jumper, just like your Primark jumper, but without the logo. And that was the problem with that as well for me. Like it's it's an entire industry funded by people hyping each other up to say, "Oh my god, this must be worth something because it is." But do you not think though the the beauty of the cryptocurrency is the word of mouth? So I knew, yeah, a few years ago, a couple of people I overheard people I work with talking about it, and you know they were mining the Bitcoin and talking about the digital wallets, and then someone tells someone, and then they get interested in it, and it almost feels like there's something the fear of missing out, FOMO. is that what it is because it's digital because we live in that digital age now is it you know we saw what was it last year or was it earlier this year the whole um the robin hood share thing on reddit that the word of mouth for that spread you know like wildfire and it's about getting in on something while while you can quick is is that what we're seeing here is it the, the fact that it's a buzz and people want in on it while they can. But when everybody is in on it, that does want to be in on it, and the hype goes no more, what happens? But that's it. Is my it's question. The clever so, people are the ones that can afford it. And like you said, it's, it's the wealthy people who probably can afford it at the start. Or the, or, the, or the clever people or the lucky people. Yeah, I think it's the clever people and the lucky people that are lucky and clever enough to get out before the hype finishes, basically. Because that's what it is to me. I just can't, I can't see 
any value in any of these things if that makes because they're not even things using the word things is actually yeah. just incorrect because it's a, some pixels on a screen or it's some fake pixels in a crypto wallet that's the thing right so why so, so the first thing i did was look up what cryptocurrency was and it probably still isn't make it that clear but it is it's a collection of binary data which is designed to work as a medium of exchange individual coin ownership records are stored in a ledger which is computerized database using strong cryptography to secure transaction records so i think the key thing about this is it is like i said is data and it's the, the the encryption element of it which makes this unique now i think i took this from forbes website from what i can see is that they're actually saying that there's actually more than 1600 different currencies right yeah now, which is is insane that there's that many currencies already so which ones should you be buying? Are they all interchangeable? You know, th th this is the thing at the moment. It's It's got the word currency in it, but it almost doesn't feel feel like it is because they're all so widely varied. Now, yes, the euro isn't the same as a pound. But like I said, at least that is physical currency. You could go anywhere in Europe. Um, well, that has the euro. And, and you can use those same euros. Whereas here, this is, like we said, it is just binary data that has been mined by a computer in in you know in the case of bitcoin so where where's this gonna or when and how will it become a standardized form of of wealth yeah i mean in reality because there's been talk of like governments introducing like what are like virtual currencies um, which again or digital currencies which seems mad to me but my issue with like bitcoin and ethereum and all of these things at the minute is because it's all volatile so if you look at like the live price of bitcoin in july of 2021 it was twenty three thousand pounds per bitcoin it then jumped to 35 on the 30 on in august of 2021 then dropped literally two weeks later to 32 and then jumped up to 48 in november and is back down at 42 as of today when we're recording at the time of recording. So I'm just like, but again, when you look at actual like currency, it's not volatile in the same way that crypto is. And again, it's because the whole basis behind cryptocurrency is what, what's that um, term that uh, the character in the Wolf of Wall Street uses? It's a fugazi, it's a fugazi, it's fairy dust. Is that it? Just something that's nothing. That that's my big issue. I just I cannot I can't buy into it somehow. And don't don't get me wrong. There, I'm sure there are people that are probably listening to this that have made a bomb with yeah. cryptocurrency. And oh, yeah, yeah. more power to you. I rate it to be fair. However, I just don't see the long term application for it. And you know what? We've talked a lot about coming back to episodes. Maybe in two years' time, we're going to come back to this and be <laughs> like, "Wish that I'd have bought into Bitcoin because now it's six bajillion uh, pounds per coin." And you know, we missed out, didn't we? It's the cast coin, the cast view coin. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. Be, Maybe be we should now. just create a cryptocurrency and we should just give one to everyone that tweets us. A couple of the things I was going to say, though, about it, I actually found, well, a story. It's, it's almost like a one-liner, but one of the, the things about cryptocurrency, the problems was it, it was listed under human error and forgetfulness. So they were saying, you know, like the prospect of being locked out, losing hardware or facing geophysical risks such as a spilled coffee is enough to to create losses. And wasn't there the famous case there was a guy, wasn't there a guy who had like millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin, but he can't remember his password and he's down to his last try on it. And yeah, he yeah, it wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my God, how horrific must that be? But the, the funny thing I saw was um, was apparently 50 Cent. I saw one liner that he forgot he accepted Bitcoin for an album release and then discovered, I think he had $8 million worth of Bitcoin when he went to, to look at it because he forgot all about it. And again, it's, it's like exactly that. An album was bought with Bitcoin and then he's just made like $8 million from it without even knowing it. Well, I'm pretty sure along a similar line, was I'm pretty certain it was Lily Allen that turned down Bitcoin. Um, for a performance oh yeah there we go here we go i found it singer songwriter lily allen turned down two hundred thousand bitcoin for a gig in 2009 now this article was written in december of 2020 and the payment would be worth more than 4.7 billion us dollars at the day of the article's writings um the value at the time of the day of the article was um was produced basically um but again it, it kind of feels like when people say, oh, you know, you should still get into Bitcoin, it's like, okay, but when does the slump come? When does the hype die? 
when do people realize that this isn't a thing? That's what it is for me, because at that point, people are going to lose money. It's like um, Elon Musk did an interview. Did you ever see where he's getting interviewed? He's the one where he's got like a bandana around his face. No, um, no. He's basically being interviewed about cryptocurrency and, and talking about it. And people are like, oh, what would you advise this, this, that? And he turns around and says, he was just like, well, don't play with more than you're willing to lose. He was just like, I think it's it's a good thing to do as an experiment. He was just like, but, you know, it's it's not necessarily something, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, that you should take as seriously as kind of, you know, pumping your life savings into it. He was like, you play around with a little bit here and there just as an experiment, but it's really no more than that. And in reality, I said to myself, I was just like, well, you know what? He has been tweeting about cryptocurrencies and that sort of thing, but it, does he just view it as something that is inherently stupid as well something to have fun with as opposed to something that's going to change the world that's why and it goes back to kind of what we've both said is that ultimately then it is gambling it is it's like shares you know that those words alone make you realize that this isn't anything that's potentially long-lastingly secure yeah just going back to the lily allen thing right now obviously i'm not i'm not going to say she's like got money coming out of her ears but that feels like an odd one because there's a one-off concert and i, I don't know sort of when this was or in terms of bitcoin's knowledge but it's like would you take the risk to do that <laughs> you know for a one-off concert a payment in, in, in bitcoin i'm sure she could have probably sort of afforded to say yeah go on let's see what happens yeah that was back when like lily allen was proper popular as well and i mean she would have been a billionaire could you imagine but then yeah. again i guess if somebody turned around and said hi i'm literally offering you two hundred thousand virtual coins that don't actually have any intrinsic value because you can't actually touch them um, you can't do anything with them you can't pay for anything with them would you have ever have looked at that and thought oh yeah that, you know what that's a great business decision would a business manager or a manager have said you know what yeah Lily I think that's a great decision you should do this gig for 200,000 virtual coins they would now though but yeah no I see, I see your point I see your point it's amazing those are the fine margins we're talking about right yeah yeah and that one decision I mean I saw, I've seen another couple of stories. It all follows a similar vein of this guy. He got rid of a, a hard drive that all he thought he had were movies and games stored on it. And little did he know that he threw out 1,400 Bitcoin with the hard drive. That was worth $24.5 million. I mean, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, I know for a fact I'm not going to accidentally chuck out 20, 24.5 million pound notes, you know, <laughs> in pound Yeah, notes. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the thing. Like, I, I, you know, have you ever thrown away old clothing and you've definitely checked the pockets to make sure that there's no like pound coins, five pound notes, or 50 p's knocking about in there? Like, you physically cannot lose the money <laughs> that way. I, I, I don't know. It's Here's another one, right? There's a guy here, and it's from a website called bitcoinchaser.com accidentally dumped a hard drive again similar story containing seven and a half thousand bitcoin right this had him stunned by the loss which had him trace the collection the, the land the trash collection to a landfill in wales and has made ties with financial backers to dig through the landfill site to find this hard drive and do you know how much that would be worth at the moment gone 260 million dollars at time of writing and Jesus. they're having to dig through a landfill in wales to try find it and, and that's the thing it's almost like not how little they think of it, but how easy it is, how, how it's not a real thing. If, if you lost a tenner, you, you, you'd be turning the house upside down because you know that you've got had that tenner in your wallet or you know on your online, when you log on to your, your, your online bank app, you know exactly what you should be seeing, right? Yeah, I've actually just had a look and it's 331 million Great British pounds is what 7,500 Bitcoin is worth today. Worth and now. that's, you know, that that's almost like... The, to the person that owns Salvatore Mundi, do you know that um, Da Vinci painting, right? That's almost like him just completely forgetting that he's got Salvatore Mundi and throwing something on the bonfire at New Year's Eve because oh, I need something to burn. That, that like You wouldn't do that with any other physical thing, with cash, with art, with jewellery, with gold. But somehow, like that's how that's how cryptocurrency can be lost. The fact that you've decided to just lock yourself out of your account, like you would do Facebook. So I've got I've got just a couple more stories here on here actually. And this one was: Have you ever had too much to drink and regret it the next day? Well, this man actually did that, but made the best decision of his life. Um, in 2015, bought a bunch of Bitcoin six years earlier and forgotten about them. And now they've grown to an estimated net worth of around 500k after being purchased for less than 20 pounds. And in 2012, a 15-year-old spent a gift of $1,000 of Bitcoin and sold them just a year and a half later for a hefty $100,000 profit. 
but again, do you, do you think maybe as well? Because this is this is what you hear. You hear these stories where someone's thrown away hundreds of millions of pounds worth of Bitcoin. Somebody turned around and 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 decided to spend X amount on some Bitcoin after a drunk night or whatever it might be. And the stories are what creates the hype. The average person that's buying into cryptocurrency isn't doing this. Yeah. The average person that the online gurus or the celebs or the influencers that are that are trying to get people involved in cryptocurrency, the average person in the street is not doing this. They are not benefiting in any humongous way. And like I said, if you are making money from cryptocurrency, all the more power to you. It's fantastic. It's brilliant. However, I feel people are getting lulled into it because they think believe the hype. When in reality, if you'd have bunged a grand on Apple shares or Amazon shares five years ago, you'd still have a really nice return. And it's much more stable than your cryptocurrency is ever going to be. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's that's where the problem lies for me. I think it will still be around in many years to come. I just still I think though it won't ever become more than almost like a a, a plaything for those who who can afford it and those who are lucky to stumble into it. I I don't think it'll ever be massively mainstream. Even you, like you said, I mean that kebab shop accepting bit uh Bitcoin. I think you said it was. Yeah, that's that's fun. It's got us talking about it. It's got them in the press. But also, you know, if they do get a Bitcoin, they'll probably know if anyone does pay for it like that. Well, they they're probably potentially paying off their future. Yeah, yeah. It's a lose. It's it's a sorry. It's a lose lose. It's a win win situation for that shop in that sense. So, I can potentially see more places opening up to that because what's the downside of of them accepting it because not everyone's going to buy they won't have a rush of people buying kebabs with bitcoin right yeah yeah but if they do get some okay we've said it will go down but right now <laughs> what did you say I, I don't know how much it's worth now did you say how much a bitcoin was worth now um about 44 grand i think i said earlier yeah so if you're paying for a if you're paying for a, a, a kebab with a bitcoin now more power to you do you know what i mean and and, and that shop is onto a winner yeah i mean because i've looked at statistics as well for what percentage of people own cryptocurrency as well and i guess the breakdown's relatively interesting so eight percent of american adults own some form of cryptocurrency so the number of men is actually twice higher than women. So double the amount of men own crypto that women do. But I think that that's just by virtue of nature. Like in reality, more men, if you were to walk past the bookies, you're much more likely to see men in the bookies than you are women, aren't you? Similarly, at the races, you're more likely to see men slamming lots and lots of money into high risk things because we are just more believe in hype better i don't know we're just less level-headed maybe you want to say i don't know but then it talked about millennials 17 percent of the owners are millennials of that then breakdown and baby boomers are only two percent but again do you think this is maybe just like a youth thing as well because again if i was to look at twitter and that sort of thing all of the tipster accounts for anything else that is gambling like they're all blokes that are all gambling on stuff I just don't know if it's just like a, a, a hype thing amongst the community of people. I just, I, I'm just exasperated. I wonder if it comes from a, you know, people with a bit of a techie background or interest as well. So I work in IT, and yeah, the the, the people there all talk about it because it's like it, it felt like it was it was going to be the next big thing. You know, it's it's virtual, it's this and that. Get it, get in on it. Is it that just appealing to people who are trying to make quick and easy money, or the hope? of making quick and easy money. I think there's also, I say danger, but because there are people that, you know, who, who are going to spend all their fortune on the lottery, who are going to go gambling. Is this appealing to certain people who think they can, they're going to, that's how they're going to make their millions? Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's, it's one of those things when we chose to do this, I was, I, I kind of was keen because I don't know much about it. And, and like I said, you know, it took me a while to even do banking on my mobile because I just, I, I, I mean, I did it, online is not to say that it was like no you know i don't need to do it on my phone I've, I've got it online but then you start doing it on your mobile and you think yeah this this is a way to go i think the crucial bit is in the next couple of years now whether covid has helped direct people's interest to more things online because you are online all the time and people are saying well maybe that's where there's safety in digital investment i don't know so is that what's spearheading it but i think the next couple of years are going to be crucial to see what kind of foothold this gets but i still think it is just going to be a thing for the people who are already in on it and and can afford to, to kind of trade with each other i mean if you've got over 1600 variations of it now at the moment i 
only know a couple of people myself who talk about it. It's not like I know loads of people yeah. who are saying, oh, yeah, you know, this Bitcoin, uh, this cryptocurrency is brilliant. Uh, I'm going to make a bold, I'm going to go, go bold, go I'm going to make bold prediction. I think crypto is going to die a really, really quick death one day. I think. I think the cryptocurrencies that we see now are all based on hype are all based on something that's not tangible and is fake in any case anyway. And I think that in reality, it's been a get even richer quick scheme by people that, like you say, can afford to fuck about with it, basically. Because, I mean, I don't actually know why why Bitcoin was originally created. Maybe uh, I understand it was created to be some sort of like decentralized method of exchange, you know, and 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 I just I just cannot see it being something that we're using. Are, are we replacing the pound with cryptocurrency in reality? But that's the I other thing I didn't so. get with Bitcoin at the start was that it was being made by all the computers. Basically, the computing power, wasn't it? It was you turn your computer over to, to for people to use its processing power to then make bits of this yeah. binary code to then make the bitcoin and it's like why have you got to do that it's it's, it's bizarre I, I kind of agree with you but if anyone so if people are listening need to get rid of their bitcoin quick before it does you know die death if you want to chuck it our way you know we'll gladly take this this bitcoin off you <laughs> but yeah i mean that, that that's my that's my prediction i mean again i might look like a complete and utter moron in 10 years time when all of the people around me are crypto billionaires and i'm sitting with my two pound two pound in my pocket counting to have a change in old british money um but yeah i just don't see it as a thing similarly with the whole nft thing like as we've discussed with the whole like board ape like you got board ape pictures going for seven hundred thousand dollars millions of dollars but again the value isn't even being held in the ownership of that thing the value is the membership of the club that you are a part of and the members of that club are the celebrities the influencers all because they get access to a club of other people that are like them. It just seems like, I, I don't know, I feel like, again, like, like I said, I'm going to end it on this note with the fact that I feel like it's influencers and celebs getting regular people to get hyped into something so that people can make a I buck. think for me, my final point is I, I think it is going to be to see what the next couple of years bring because I don't see what the next step is because whilst it's not the same, most of us are using our currency virtually now anyway. I mean, I've very, I, I, I mean, I've spoken about you know, having a tenner in my wallet or coins. I very rarely have cash on me anymore. If I go to a shop, yeah. I pay with card. You know, most of my my purchases are done online. Between us, we've had, I've, I've sent you money via the bank transfer. Most people now are, aren't using a physical form of currency anyway. So the thing is, what's the, what's the game plan for cryptocurrency? Do you see what I'm trying to say? We're, we're already using... Yeah, yeah, and I use the term virtual loosely, but we're already, already using virtual payments everywhere. So, whilst in some ways that can make people more open to a cryptocurrency in the future because they're already using a a theoretical, you know, they're sending theoretical money around the internet now anyway. But I don't see where cryptocurrency fits in with regular money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is as well, what what I've found and, and what I've seen when I've looked at cryptocurrency online, and again, you get it either through Reddit or whether on, on TikTok communities or Twitter, is all of the cryptocurrency communities feel like a bit of an echo chamber where people are just talking about how brilliant something is, how brilliant something is. And I'm going to look this up because, again, it was noted because people were moaning about this person. And Logan Paul had had somebody on his podcast who was like a traditional like banking type, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And the comments were all, oh, this guy, yeah, of course he's saying it because, you know, he, he's got no faith in it because he's not involved in it and it doesn't benefit him. And I'm just like, no, but this is somebody who's giving you a different perspective. This is somebody who isn't in the cryptocurrency bubble, who's giving you a different opinion that you haven't heard yet because you are in the Reddit forums, in the Twitter communities, in the TikTok guru pages, and you are hearing the same thing over and over again. You need to expand. You need to hear opinions from people that are 
traditional Wall Street or traditional stock exchange. Or do you know what I mean? You need to hear from the old school to see because otherwise you are just keeping yourself in this like millennial chamber of cryptocurrency is amazing, doge to the moon. And that actually makes no sense. You should be open to a converse opinion. Similarly with me, if somebody after after they hear in this episode wanted to sit down with me for an hour and enlighten me about the benefits of cryptocurrency and how they feel it's going to take off and change the world, I'd be more than welcome to listen. And more than welcome. I've to got two to final things to say, right? The first thing is, if there is a podcast out there that's based on cryptocurrency, you want to have us on to so we can ask questions. Get in contact with us because seriously, we're not we're not mocking we're not mocking this. We just you know, I'd be like you said, I'd be absolutely curious to know what what the kind of like the experts think about this. And the last thing I was going to yeah. say, I'm just looking at a website here. It's theverge.com, right? And and it's got a uh, gif of Dogecoin, right? The sentence underneath is brilliant, right? And this, I think, sums up in my head the confusion. It says, Dogecoin isn't an NFT, but this gif of a Dogecoin is. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? <laughs> Just again, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, find a, I'll find a point in it for all of the crypto um, people that are listening to this and all of the people that aren't. His name was um, Peter Schiff, um, and he was one that basically a financial advisor that predicted the 08 market crash and all sorts, um, proper traditional financial guy. Um, but again, it was just interesting to see how like it, it's re- like, it feels like really partisan. I feel like if you are into cryptocurrency, it's the best thing since life spread because there is nothing. This is the future. And if you're not, it makes absolutely no sense because it's just a fad. So I feel like maybe there's a little bit of middle ground there, but I'd be open to be enlightened from either side, to be honest with you. What we're going to do is we're going to touch back on this episode in like two years time and see if we are correct or incorrect about our predictions for cryptocurrency. I feel like, you know what, if this podcast blows up and we've got hundreds of thousands of viewers, imagine how this this bit of audio would just be memed for eternity. <laughs> yeah, well, at least we'll have made our fame. We, maybe that that, yeah, that meme true. can be an NFT that we hopefully... Probably... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, go, imagine how much money. Yes, yes, that's what it is. Cryptocurrency will fail 100%. Um, gonna hit the floor. No way. An NFT of us saying NFTs are, are worthless. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to hear more episodes of us talking about something that we've got no, where, where we've got no fucking idea what we're going on about, do let us know. As usual, um, pop us a tweet at Casting Views. Um, drop us an email at castingviewspod at gmail And as usual, I try not to mess it up this time. We know there's many podcasts from which you can choose. So we thank you for listening to Casting Views. Done it. Boom! See ya. (laughs) 